0: today on my first concert
1: he rode his motorcycle to see the show he had his helmet in new jersey you he, said. in new jersey he came back stage at, after the show and said hey where's leo <laughs> and um, so i pointed the way but he said it's great show so he, he, he it was fun just to be graced by uh, by springsteen
0: Tim Russell is our guest today. You may have heard him on A Prairie Home Companion many times over with Garrison Keillor and the staff. He's the man of many voices and all those impressions he was doing on that show for a long, long time. But I knew him uh, prior to that, and we worked together and did many bits together. Tim's also been in movies, in several uh, movies. He's done voice work across the country through the years. Uh, He is a talented, talented artist. And our thanks to all of our sponsors for making the show possible. That, of course, would be Propane, the right energy right now. You can go to propane.com. And learn more. Also, uh, our friends over at Aquarius Home Services, and I'm proud to say that we are in the Aquarius Home Services studio, and we'll tell you more about them. Also, thanks to Star Bank—that's our bank here at Talk North. Go to starbank.net and buy. You care. Joining me on the show, as well as Tim Russell, is producer Breanne Burdett. Breanne, good to see you. How are you?
1: I'm doing awesome as usual.
0: Well, we're going to meet one of those legends in the broadcasting business, and uh, we've got a lot of great stories. Tim Russell, first things first, though, this is called My First Concert. By the way, you can subscribe at Apple, Spotify, TalkNorth.com. Just download it and subscribe, and you'll get it each week. It's been fascinating so far. It's always fun. But, Tim, the name of the show is My First Concert. So what was yours?
1: My first concert was Eric Burden and the Animals. Wow. And Herman Hermits, Herman's Hermits with uh, Peter Noon. This was in Minneapolis back in uh, '66. Uh, At the time, I was working for a cedar sanitary ice factory, which I did in the summer of 65 and 66 to make a little extra bread. And uh, my job was to take this big truck with a hoist on it filled with 400-pound blocks of ice (laughs) and go to railroad yards. (laughs) Believe it or not, I'm so old (laughs) that the railroad cars didn't have the electric uh, air conditioning. Yeah, And uh, so you had to put these big, You take the hoist up, open the gate, take the block out. Behold, the Iceman cometh. You drop the block in. You had to chop it with an ice pick and get it into pieces. And then you put 100 pounds of salt on top of it. So after one of these jobs, I'm hustling home to try to get to see this concert. And I'm 94, which was not that old at the time. 94, Highway 94, I mean. In Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Yeah. And... um, uh, the 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 truck just blew up. It stopped. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I pulled over to the side of the road, and uh, I walked up because actually this was in St. Paul by Creedon. Uh I walked up, and uh, since the ice company was on Prior, I walked probably the mile it took to get there. And you know we didn't have iPhones and all this other <laughs> stuff. So I said, I, you know, something happened to the truck. It's out on ninety four. <laughs> They said, well, I, I don't know. What do you think happened? I said, I, I think it blew a rod. I had no idea what a rod was. Or sounded good, though. It sounded good. There was a, there was a noise, and it just died. So, uh, so anyway, I said, yeah, anyway, they said, okay, take off. So thank goodness I was able to get back to my car and get over to Minneapolis and see this concert with a couple of friends. And it was good. <laughs> Eric Burden is a hell of a singer. And,
0: yeah, kind of uh, gritty, isn't he?
1: Yeah, very gritty soul singer. And uh Herman's Hermits, you know, they were Herman's Hermits. <laughs>
0: yeah, because well, with the Animals, they, they were kind of that a uh, 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 gritty is a good word I guess, but just a little bit of a a tougher edge band than yeah. than uh, the Beatles or the Stones or whatever. They Herman's were on someone's. the wrong
1: side of the Mersey. <laughs> <laughs> of the tracks. So, um, yeah, that, that, that it was a it was a memorable concert for any number of reasons.
0: Do you remember who you went with?
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Billy Olson and uh, Claudia O'Brien. Wow. I had, to, <laughs> I had to research the cerebellum for those names. <laughs> it's been a while. It is funny, though, how the music
0: thing, Brian. I've talked about it many times, people start remembering who they went with. Eventually, maybe the car, the kind of car they drove. and um, Not everybody remembers the price of tickets, except to say it was yeah. a lot cheaper.
1: I remember driving a, a Volkswagen van. Which is the same car that I used to take my driver's uh, license test with? Wow, that's a challenge. It was a challenge. It's you know the wheel like a, it's an actual bus kind of wheel, and there was a four on the floor. And yeah, stick. Yeah, parallel parking was a, was uh, hair raising.
0: Yeah, especially with a stick. Yeah, and much less a a, a van like the, the old VWs. But now I think they're worth a lot of money. Those old ones.
1: Oh yeah, you watch American Pickers, you know?
0: Yeah, the ton. But they were, they were you know, kind of labeled sin bins back in the day. You had a van that meant you were up to no good, probably.
1: Yeah, probably. It's a big word there. That, <laughs> that wasn't happening to, to the sophomore. <laughs> okay, so uh, uh,
0: where, I'm not sure where to take you next. Uh, I know you went, to, um, you went to the University of Notre Dame, right. fighting Irish. I know you saw some shows there. Was that pre-Woodstock or post-Woodstock?
1: This is uh, pre-Woodstock. Uh, and I can date it because I went to see uh, Herb Alpert, not Herb Alpert, but uh, Sergio Mendes in Brazil 66. Oh, sure. I say Herb Alpert because one of the women in that sh- group was ended up marrying Herb Alpert.
0: Yeah, and uh, one of the women in Sergio Mendes married our friend, the uh, scriptwriter Pat Proft.
1: Pat Proft, who still live in the Twin Cities. So, uh, small world, isn't it? Anyway, I saw The Four Tops at Notre Dame, which was fantastic. And that was right when they were at their peak. You know, the, the, the album, The Best of the Four Tops, was out then.
0: Where would where would that be at Notre Dame? It's, was the
1: Steppen Center, which has been replaced, but uh, it could hold about 2,000 people.
0: Were you under any kind of, when you were to Notre Dame in those days, any kind of stricter type of... Of rules or not really?
1: Well, it was an all boys school then. I don't know. They changed in 74 or 5, I think. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, so so not were, a lot of hooty dooty going a, on. <laughs> <laughs> no, you had to make the long walk over to St. Mary's College to have any female companionship. But um, it was, uh, there was a, no Greek system or anything, but you had to sort of fight for the better hall mm-hmm. in order to get to a good hall. When you, you get there as a sophomore, you would be in Zom Hall, which was called Zom the Zoo, and then you'd work your way up to Soren Hall, which was for the, the seniors. But in order to get to the Good Hall, you had to keep your grades up. So it was one of these meritocracy things. Oh, my. Yeah. So the pressure was on.
0: <laughs> it was, but you paid your dues yeah. and you did all right. When we come back, I got a number of things to ask you about, but I do have to ask you about, at some point, about Bruce Springsteen coming up to meet you uh, years, uh, not that long ago. And also, um, when we come back, I want to ask you about Woodstock. Excellent. One, one of the iconic rock performances and rock festivals of all time. And I don't know if it was one of the first or not, but we'll find out from Tim here in just a minute on my first concert. Great to have you with. Our thanks to... What's going on with the folks over at propane.com? I think every one of us would agree we need to lower the carbon footprint right now and then provide reliable and affordable energy. No secret there. It's a conversation piece wherever you go. And a diverse energy mix provides reliability and affordability, which is extremely important during Minnesota's four distinct seasons. And boy, have we seen that play out this year. Fortunately, a clean energy solution for tomorrow, well, that's available today. And that's ready to work alongside other energy sources, but it's propane. And that's why I say go to propane.com and learn more. I think it's fascinating to know that propane, and you probably didn't know this, propane produces 43% fewer emissions than electricity generated from the US grid. So that by itself is impressive, but propane is energy stored on site and independent from the vulnerabilities of the grid. And propane's benefits don't end there. Major advances being made today for renewable propane that is compatible with traditional propane and requires no additional infrastructure investments. It's fascinating. Minnesota needs to use all our low carbon alternatives, including propane to safely provide energy reliability, resiliency, and certainly affordability. Propane, the right energy right now. Find out more about what propane can do for you at propane.com. Tim Russell's our guest. Okay, Tim, you were at Woodstock. Can you take us through that period and how that whole thing happened? Well, people say- And this was the first Woodstock.
1: Yes. People say, what's your most memorable year? Well, that would be 1969. That's when I I graduated from Notre Dame. And then I- I, uh, Knew that I was going to have to go and take my draft physical like three days after I got home. Sure. Uh, so I had a couple of ailments. One <laughs> one was a bad back from working at the ice factory. <laughs> the
0: other thing was, I can only imagine. Yeah. yeah. The other thing you was, must have been incredible shape though back well, then.
1: you know, I, I started as a 140 pound weakling, <laughs> and I ended as a 145 pound weakling. <laughs> no, actually, I remember just distinctly coming home, and my mother said to my dad. Look, he's got hair in his chest. <laughs> so that just happened, like boom, puberty. Anyway, uh, so I had kind of a bad back. I also had hammer toes, which is kind of a which I still have. So I knew I was going to have this uh, physical. So I, I got on my wingtips, <laughs> which weigh about seven pounds a piece, and uh, I play basketball for several hours. <laughs> In wingtips, you know, a lot of starts and stops and just ground my toes to shreds. So I show up at the physical at the federal building downtown Minneapolis and uh, the doctor said, well, what's wrong with you? And I brought up papers from doctors saying, my back is, well, your back is okay, but I'm not going to pass on, uh, you know, pass you on both things, the hammer toes and the back. So come back tomorrow. So I had to go home and then come back down for a second physical with another doctor. Mm and he said uh, well you know your toes look pretty pretty bad what what are what are your plans for next year i said well i was accepted at the uh, university of minnesota law school and he kind of paused for about 30 seconds so this is really uh, showing how unfair everything was back then he said well you can go to school and so boom i got a 4f hmm. and were you in the in the draft lottery yeah yep. yeah uh, later on, I, I, so anyway, I had my 4F, but later on I think I got a 125, so I probably would have gone in anyway. But um, I mentioned the wig Tips because uh, when I went out later uh, that summer in August to New York to visit my girlfriend who lived in, in uh, New York City, and she said, my sister has uh, tickets to a music festival up north. Her, her and her boyfriend are going up. You want to you do that? So I, I had no idea what it was. So we went up to what was called Woodstock. And on the way, we start hearing reports on the uh, on the radio saying traffic is st- at a standstill and no- nobody's getting through. And so we get up to near I think it was White Plains or whatever the town was, and we parked the car. And that's the last we saw of h- uh, her sister and her boyfriend because we <laughs> split up. So this is on a Friday, and we we uh, it started pouring rain. Yeah, and uh, we found a barn with about forty other people who were kind of walking up this this road for miles, you know. We spent the night in this barn with the rain coming down, just sheets of rain. Um, we get up the next day and the sun is is coming out and we get to the the venue, the Woodstock venue, and the uh, fences had been torn down. So it was kind of a free, free event, tickets or not. I wish I'd had the tickets still because that would be a nice memento. But um, we sloshed through the mud, got in there and got a place. If you look at a picture of the crowd of 600,000, we're up, and we're probably the 500,000 <laughs> mark. And uh, we just stayed there and baked in the sun for a while. We saw, uh, as we were walking in, it was Country Joe and the Fish doing- Oh, the famous cheer. Cheer, yeah. Give me an F and yeah. you know the rest. And um, then Santana came out. I'd never heard of Santana. Wow. And he blew us away. I mean, he was fantastic. Uh, and, and then we decided we're getting kind of hungry and- Went down to try and find some of these booths that had gruel and part portrait uh, porridge and who knows what we were eating. There were no red pills or anything. <laughs> it didn't matter at yeah. that point, right? Not to a guy in wingtips. <laughs> uh, and anyway, we uh, I did have a cool cigarette though. Oh, did you? A cop to that. Got a little dizzy. Uh, then we came back uh, to our spot and we saw uh, Sean and Na. Oh,
0: a Bowser, Bowser, yeah. Yeah. Get a job.
1: And then we were completely destroyed. We just said, you know, let's get out of here. Yeah. It was crazy. And the, the interesting part of it is that, uh, you know, you're surrounded by bikers and, and God knows what. Uh, but everyone was cool. You know, yeah. it was just one of those crazy things where everybody got along.
0: And nobody imagined it'd be over a half a million people. No, I, I don't think did not they? at all.
1: So we wandered back to uh, whatever the small town was. We waited for a bus and got back into Manhattan. And at the time, uh, that weekend, Easy Rider with Peter Fonda and uh, Jack Nicholson. Oh
0: my, that came out. That
1: opened up, so we decided to go see a movie, so we went to see that. So it was was a big cultural extravaganza, summer of 69.
0: Yeah, but I I assume at the time you had no clue that you were part of history, huh?
1: No, not really, uh, until we started seeing, you know, Walter Cronkite, today (laughs) 600,000 people. (laughs) were making fools of themselves, and so we uh, we know we knew something was happening. It was big. Max Yasger was he there? The guy that owned the farm? Or? I'm sure he was there, saying, "My crops, <laughs> what's happened? <laughs> yeah, it's all free. Yeah. There's so it was a great. It was a great, interesting summer.
0: Yeah. You did you have any kind of uh, desire to go back when they redid the Woodstock?
1: No, years not, back? not at yeah. all. No, no. At the fiftieth anniversary, I kind of was dredging up all these memories. Yeah, you know, but. Whatever happened
0: to that girlfriend, if I may ask? Uh,
1: Well, I I think she got married and has a bunch of kids. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, she was one of the St. Mary's college friends.
0: Oh, okay. We're talking with Tim Russell. This is my first concert. More great stories to come along here as we talk about his musical past. Our thanks to the folks at Connecticut. We are actually in the Aquarius Home Services dot com studios and of course they're the ones that have uh kinetico systems which are great uh, it's 250 dollars off a new non-electric kinetico system right now when you trade in your old electric softener and if you want worry-free water that's the place to get it also also i would tell you about uh this long winter that we're in the middle of here in minnesota if you're like me and uh, you like that home to stay warm and comfy all winter long, you can get a company you can trust. That's Aquarius Home Services. It's actually who I've used for a couple of decades, uh, and it all started with that Connecticut water system years ago that we still have. Uh, they, they have the team over there. They have the knowledge over there at Aquarius Home Services to keep your home warm and cozy through the cold winter months, and when summer gets here, keep you cool with their air conditioning opportunities for you. If you're having concerns with your furnace and are thinking about replacements, that's what I did. I contacted my friends at Aquarius Home Services, got the free in-home estimate, and boom, got a new furnace. And for a limited time, they're offering a new furnace for as low as $55 per month. Their 100% performance guarantee is backed by the best material, product, and labor warranties in the business. So I'd contact Aquarius Home Services today. Get a free in-home estimate. It's a great start. They're just a click away at AquariusHomeServices.com. Jeff and the crew super people tim russell's here tim there of course you performed with garrison keeler for many years uh and you were the uh, man with a thousand voices and you had a a great legendary entertainer come up and introduce himself to you can you share that story
1: well uh, actually he was looking for leo kotke but we're talking about bruce <laughs> bruce springsteen this is this is out at ocean grove uh, in new jersey may i just
0: say when leo kotke's version of uh, Pamela Brown remember yeah. that song is one of my favorites Yeah, Ty, well, I think Tom D. Hall may have written it I that. wish
1: I could be like Pamela Brown you know, that, that song
0: yeah yeah, uh, great song he's a great guitar player um, so you worked with him many times
1: didn't yeah, you yeah and uh, so Springsteen uh, rode his motorcycle to see the show he had his helmet in he, New Jersey you said? in New Jersey he came back uh, stage at, after the show and said hey, where's Leo <laughs> and um, so I pointed the way but he said it's a great show so he, he he it was fun just to be graced by uh by Springsteen. I wish I'd seen his Broadway show, although I did see it on t v when he yeah he, when he when he did the streaming version of it but um yeah, there's a lot of fascinating people I met over the years um, I was thinking Carol of, King, I know yeah Carol King, who uh, sang with Geraldine Gerilyn Steele, yeah, and I know you talked to Geraldine about that. Uh, that, that must have been an earth-shaking event for Gerald A oh, natural woman yeah. with Carole King. Um, and for my,
0: Carole King to say that's the way it was meant to be sung. Yeah. That's pretty impressive.
1: My wife uh, at the uh, Hollywood Bowl met uh, Martin Sheen walking up the driveway. And uh, at the time, we had finished doing this movie, A Prairie Home Companion, with Robert Altman. And she said, uh, I, I, she'd became friends with Lily Tomlin, my wife Judy did. And she said, hey Martin, uh, uh, Lily Tomlin said you were a big fan of Prairie Home Companion. And he said, yeah. And so he uh, he was walking back to his family, he had like 11 people there, and and uh, and I said, why don't you come backstage? And she, Judy introduced me to Martin Sheen. Why don't you come backstage? And so that was the start of a, a, a series of uh, concerts, Prairie Home Companion shows where he was a guest and did scripts with us. And uh, one of my favorite scripts was uh, him talking to all the former presidents as, as they were trying to convince him as Jed Bartlett, maybe he should really run for president. <laughs> Jed Bartlett, of course, playing uh, uh, the president on the West Wing. Um, uh, Allison Janney, by the way, was on uh, Prairie Home Companion for a year. as was a cast That's member. That's right, and, yes. And so it was kind of an interesting collaboration. But it was a, it was a really fun script and uh, do you
0: can you can you recite any parts of that
1: uh, well I, uh, well uh, of course, I mentioned uh, Ronald Reagan, uh, Jed, why don't you run for president? <laughs> and George W. Bush came on and he was confused about the whole thing. I never saw that West Wing, but uh, uh, I lived it. That was good. and then uh, of course, it was uh, uh, Bill Clinton who came on. And, he said, uh, "See, so you're wearing a good suit. I look, I look good in a suit." And uh, it was a funny script. Uh, anyway, um, so we we had a chance doing like tw- I don't know, it was 24 years with Garrison. All these
0: yeah, um, lots of years. shows, yeah, lots you know, of so travel.
1: We had a lot of fun. Of course, did the movie with a lot of interesting s- stars and. Uh, uh, well, one of those guys, uh, uh, people forget what John C. Riley, right? John C. Riley and Woody Harrelson played the singing cowboys. And uh, John C. Riley and Woody Harrelson were sitting in the wings with me. There were just the three of us. And Woody said, well, he's kind of quiet, isn't he? (laughs) And I said, uh, he said, do we have any scenes together? I said, yeah, but there's one scene where I scold you for singing an obscene song. (laughs) And he he said, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I said, you know, I was looking at the script and... uh, Come ride my pony all night long, come ride my pony, I'll sing you a song, was my line that Garrison had written. And I said, I was thinking, maybe you could lead in with a couple other uh, songs when I ask you about the obscene song you sang last week. And he said, okay. And so he writes down, uh, I'll give you my moonshine if you show me your jugs. And loving you ain't easy, but I hear your sister is. Jeez. So he actually then ended up using it when we shot the scene. I'm sure Robert Altman's going. Yeah, I don't know. Kind of works. So <laughs> yeah. Let's keep it in. Wow. So uh, yeah, that was. And right. Did John C. Raleigh? He was he? Uh, did he? Was he? Didn't he
0: play music when you were on set? Or, I mean, off set or was he? Uh,
1: he did all the time. He was just a nut for music. In fact, he went with us to Iceland when we did the show in Iceland. Oh, he did. Yeah. And uh, he wanted to get to these jam sessions with the, the musicians at night, one o'clock in the morning. He'd say, hey, "Hey, come on down to my room. We'll just <laughs> do these jam sessions." Uh, and uh, he's really good. He's a, a good musician. Um, he he would be uh, backstage sometimes at the Hollywood Bowl and watching the show. And of course, he was on what's on the show yeah. from the Hollywood Bowl.
0: But, and he uh, just was in a winning, t- winning uh, time on HBO series as Jerry Buss.
1: Yeah. One of the greatest things he ever did was with, uh, um, oh, Steve, I'm forgetting his last name. Anyway, he, he did the uh, uh, Laurel and Hardy movie, Stan and Ollie, a couple of years back. And he played Oliver Hardy. And he was incredible. Wow. I never saw that. Oh, it's really good. It's really good. He's just amazing. So, yeah, he's, he's a true hero.
0: I want to ask you about um your relatives who were backup singers, uh, kind of a pink Floyd thing.
1: yeah, Roger Roger waters brought the wall, yeah all over the world it was one of the great highest grossing concerts in in concert history. This is probably ten years ago. He did several world tours with it. But when he came to St Paul, uh, his it was a recreation of the wall, basically. So it had like 27 trucks, and there were flying pigs in cars and yeah. planes in the in the arena. And Massive. It was unbelievable. But the backup singers, it was a group called Venice, and uh, they happened to be uh, the, the brothers and cousins of the Lennon sisters. From the, the Lawrence Walk days. Le- Thank you, France. Uh, <laughs> These lovely little girls uh, from... Uh, uh, I'm not sure where they're from. They're not from North Dakota, otherwise they sound like this. Um, but anyway, he, uh, he, 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 they, they. Uh, I, I knew them from just because they were cousins. So they came over to the house and and uh, I dropped them off at the hotel before the concert. And uh, G. E. Smith, remember the guy who was the band leader for yep. Saturday Night Live? He yep. was he was the musical director of the show. Oh wow! Yeah. So uh, that was that was great to see them in action, but. Uh, they were one of the favorite groups of David Crosby, who kept promoting them. The late great David Crosby. And uh, if you go to Venice, look them up. You'll see a, a clip on YouTube of uh, David Crosby uh, doing Ohio with the group Venice. Again, wow! It's kind of a house, house concert with just some friends, and it was just astounding. Really good.
0: Yeah, he, fascinating character. But for for uh, I didn't realize that was one of his favorite groups.
1: Yeah, That's quite a because of the harmony. They're they just phenomenal harmonists, and um, anyway, Venice is a great group to look up.
0: Yeah, well, I've got a couple other. Uh, uh musical things I want to bring up with you, Tim, when we take a short break and we get right back here on my first concert. Again, download us wherever you get your favorite podcasts. You can do Apple, Spotify, TalkNorth.com. It's pretty easy to do that. Subscribe if you get a chance as well. That would be uh, wonderful to have you along. You know who's along with us is Star Bank. Star Bank's our bank here at TalkNorth, so we practice what we preach. Online banking, we all like doing that. They have that. They do it right. Um, And with their app, the StarBank app, obviously, like you would know, you have the virtual bank branch in the palm of your hand. So whether you're scheduling payments or you're depositing checks or you're moving money from one account to the other, uh, day or night, seems like a lot of us like to do it when, you know, the hours don't matter anymore for us on that part. So they got all that. But I think it's really cool to go into the bank because they've won a lot of extraordinary banking awards. I I, I know that. And uh, so if you're looking to find a perfect home and you're thinking about mortgages, go in and see them, visit them. They'll know you. By the time you leave, they'll know you well. And I'm going to bet that you'll know them too. It's kind of neat to walk in there and have... People on a first-name basis, and they they have for years, with 10 locations in Minnesota, supported the needs of local farmers, a lot of ag-related business. They have locations right now here in the Twin City Metro and Eden Prairie. They're great. They can do pretty much anything. They know how to pivot when it comes to that, and that happens a lot of times in the finance world, as you know, but they're just awesome. They're regular folks like you and me. And you'll enjoy it when you give them a call because if someone will answer the phone, it might stun you for a minute thinking there's a real person on the other end and not a recording, or you don't have to press numbers to get to somebody. Just call them, talk to them. Uh, God, they do it right. They're really good. 10 locations, I'd say, again, best thing to do, check out the website, starbank.net, starbank.net, but you're going to love them. Tim Russell's with us here uh, talking everything from um, Woodstock to uh, Eric Burden, to the Lennon sisters, to Rogers, Roger Waters and Pink Floyd. and uh, Tim, I also uh, know you've seen a number of other people too. I think maybe one of the per- people that you've been impressed with and you've seen a lot and no- got to mingle with a lot of them, but Garth Brooks.
1: Garth Brooks. Uh, uh, I went to his concert and I was working at KJJO, which was classic country at the time. And uh, I got a backstage meet and greet kind of with him. But I wasn't familiar with all of his songs. Yeah. Uh, but I, w- I was just astounded at the Target Center in Minneapolis, which seats a good 10,000. Everybody in that audience knew every word of every song, and he is the ultimate entertainer. I mean, he's fantastic. Uh, he's right up there with Brad Paisley, who, who was on a Prairie. Oh I'm gosh, Plotania. yeah, you worked with Brad. I forgot about that. In fact, just last May at the, uh, we were going to do Red Rocks with. Elvin Bishop and Brad Paisley. Oh man, and, ain't uh, good
0: looking, but he sure can play. That's that? right.
1: <laughs> and fooled around and fell in love. Oh, that that would be Elvin. But anyway, uh, they ended up doing the show in downtown uh, uh, Denver because it was snowing, believe it or not, at Red Rocks. Oh which, yeah, which was really too bad. I was just looking forward.
0: Oh, to Oh god, what a place! Now, just to see somebody, much less you're performing there. Yeah,
1: wow. uh, I just so that's the one on the bucket list that we have to get to sometime. Uh, but anyway, uh, Brad Paisley is super funny, great entertainer, and, and uh, he would join us in scripts, so, of course, and never missed a beat. He was really great. So there's a lot of people. Paul Simon was on the, the successor show to Prairie Home Companion, which was called Live From Here with Chris Thiele. Paul Simon uh, did a couple of numbers that ended up being so good live that he just put them right on, on the album that wow. he was making at the time. But he kind of kept to himself but on that show we were doing a little tribute to uh uh Bob and Ray. Oh, and El- so, yeah. Yeah. Well, they, uh the Komodo Dragon uh, <laughs> Oh, that's right, the uh, Komodo Dragon, you know, so I was doing some of that stuff. The so
0: band I, is forming a giant uterus now, <laughs> playing birth of a nation.
1: That's right. And so, after the uh after the show, Paul Simon came up to me and said, "So, you're doing a little Bob and Ray there, and so he wanted to relive all of the Bob and Ray bits. Oh, wow! So that was fun. So he was, uh, he was interesting. It just to talk triggered to. him, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. So you never know what you're gonna come across when you meet these people.
0: Well, the TV show, uh, Schitt's Creek, uh, it's it, it's uh, Ray's son, isn't it? That,
1: yeah, Chris Elliott,
0: yeah, yeah, Ray,
1: yeah, Ray Elliott, right? Yeah, Ray Elliott, and Chris, yeah. Chris's son plays, uh, yeah, Johnny, no, that's who the mayor,
0: yeah, the mayor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Near shit. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. Uh, yeah, Brad Paisley, man, I forgot about that. Who else you played with a lot? Well, you mentioned Paul Simon. Yeah. Anybody else? I'm leaving out.
1: Uh, oh gosh, there's so a lot many, of them. You know, Steve Martin came on a couple times. Oh, did he? Yeah. He he was on uh, at uh, Tanglewood, which is a great venue out in the Berkshires, and also the Town Hall in New York City. And Meryl Streep, of course, did the show a couple times because she was a big fan of the show.
0: She a big fan of Tim Russell, didn't well,
1: she? Well, she, she knew the show because she listened evidently every weekend. So when they were doing the movie in St. Paul here, uh, we saw her in the lobby. She said, we're, we're having a little dinner. Why don't you come over to uh, the restaurant across the street from the St. Paul Hotel? I'm trying to remember the name of it, but uh, uh, the Italian restaurant. Anyway, so we, we said, Sue Scott and myself, Sue Scott was the other actor, we uh, said sure, so we walked over with Meryl Streep, sat at the bar, <laughs> and she started plumbing us for questions about the show. You know, how, how does how does that work? How do they do this and that? And we're, we're going. Oh my God, it's Meryl Streep. <laughs> Did anybody recognize her? Uh, no, not that we know of. Yeah. But, well, who uh, would expect it? Yeah, who would expect it? So we went went and eventually to the next room, and in comes Lindsay Lohan and Woody Harrelson and John C. Riley and Virginia Madsen and Lily Tomlin. They're all there to have dinner, and I'm trying to call my wife <laughs> and saying, get over here. <laughs> and she's looking at uh, what to wear, and you know, yeah, so sure. time is going by, you and know. I'm saying, You're, you know, these people are gonna have me on dessert soon. <laughs> <laughs> so eventually she made it, and we had a lot of fun. Uh, sat next to Woody Harrelson, who's a real trickster. He's, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's fun. He was doing a movie called North Country, I think, in Minnesota. Oh, that's right, yeah. Uh, uh, right before that. So he knew all about Minnesota and, and uh, was a big fan of the state. Brian, we have to
0: ask Tim about Lindsay Lohan, don't
1: we? I think so. I mean, anything notable? <laughs> yeah. uh, she was, uh, this was her feisty years, I think. She was out doing a little clubbing and whatever. Yeah. But she was uh, really good on, on the movie. She's a good singer. She was on time. She did her stuff uh, just right. So, yeah, it was nothing but a good experience.
0: Wow! Yeah. So yeah. I mean, that's that's a pretty
1: impressive line. That's nice to hear. Yeah. Did your wife ever make it over? Did Judy ever make it over? Yeah. And uh, Woody Harrelson gave her a rubber strawberry. I think. (laughs) (laughs) Like I say, he's a a prince. I don't want to know why. around with him. No. Yeah. He's like you know a prop guy. (laughs) Would you like a strawberry? And it's a rubber. You know. Anyway. Uh-huh. It's stuff that you remember that just pops back into your mind
0: oh yeah well, what a kick making the movie I'm sure I yeah. assume it was was Robert Altman a good guy
1: yeah so I had pretty good luck making just the few movies I was in uh, as bit characters you know but uh, the other one was A Serious Man by the Cohn brothers yeah and uh, the story of that was I was had the date that I was supposed to shoot and we got two tickets using miles and stuff down to Buenos Aires in Argentina And uh, so we're there, and we get a note that says that, uh, oh, we moved the date up to shoot your scene. So we left and went to uh, Houston, which is like 11 hours from Argentina. And that's just as this hurricane, I forget the name of the hurricane, was coming through Houston. Oh, boy. We got on the last flight out of the airport there uh, to Minneapolis. And uh, I told the story. Meanwhile, Judy's cousin lives in... uh, uh, Houston, so well, you can stay overnight if you'd like. And we said, well, we'll try and catch this flight. So meanwhile, we find out that the hurricane knocked a tree into their guest bedroom. <laughs> and uh, so I told the story to the Cohen brothers. They said, well, I guess we saved your life then. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> so was it fun working with them? Oh, they were great. You know, it's, it's, it's a dynamic duo that. Uh, um, uh, they work together and make really good decisions about... And and you can ad-lib and you can do other, other stuff. I just had a short scene with Michael Stolberg, who I'm uh, playing a cop, a detective who comes to the door and quizzes him about his brother who's in trouble. So that was fun. The other uh, movie I did was... Uh, well, they
0: must have loved you because you can ad-lib as well as anybody I've ever met.
1: Well, uh, it was about her brother... Uh, who was, they were doing a Shiva, you know, a Jewish ceremony. Obviously, I'm the guy from the Midwest who doesn't know anything about what a Shiva is. And uh, so I, I say to Michael Stelberg's character, uh, okay, you can go back to your uh, thing or something. <laughs> and they said, oh, that's great. We'll use that. Um, but I did another movie called I Am Not a Serial Killer. With, uh, this is in 2012 maybe with uh, Christopher Lloyd.
0: And, oh and wow!
1: This was a a movie where uh, um, he plays uh, he plays a mystical serial kill, killer, and I'm his first victim, Olson the barber. So we've got a couple of scenes together. That was fun. Great, uh, uh, right Scott, <laughs> Marty.
0: <laughs> he wasn't like the Reverend Jim from Taxi at that in the movie, was he? No,
1: he was more like Doc Brown. Uh, but uh, he was like, oh, if I could set the clock back. <laughs> I'd m- remove this scene from it forever, <laughs> Marty. So
0: he's a smart man.
1: Yes, he, he, he. He's evidently he went to Harvard or Yale, one of those schools, and he came from a very wealthy family out east, and uh, decided to chuck all that and go into show business.
0: And it worked out for him pretty well. It worked I, out. I had the chance to chat with him. It uh, uh, just a wonderful, terrific interview.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's an interesting guy. Uh, I know. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel picked his uh his favorite show of all time Jimmy Kimmel talked about uh a, a kind of a, a remake of the uh, opening of Back to the Future where they had the car going. they were in, doing the show in New Jersey the DeLorean comes in and out comes Michael J Fox and Christopher Lloyd and they do a bit and uh, it was it was really funny yeah
0: well man that was fun doing those movies i got to yeah. you know you've had a chance to work with a lot of people be with a lot of people he's Tim Russell Uh, award-winning broadcaster and actor, I might add, as well, joining us here on My First Concert and more when we come back. Don't you just love it when you can confidently say that someone has your back? Hi, Dave Lee here, and that's the feeling I have with UCARE. Anytime I call them up with a Medicare question, I know without a doubt that a real person will answer, and they will work through my issues no matter how long it takes, and they won't hang up until I completely understand what's going on. Their people and customer service are second to none, and it's why UCARE has people-powered health plans. Don't hesitate to reach out to UCARE for help. Learn more at UCARE.org Medicare. This paid endorsement brought to you by UCARE. Dave Lee back with uh, Breanne Burdett and Tim Russell, who's been our guest here on My First Concert. Tim, what am I missing? I mean, there's a lot of things that... Well,
1: there's a lot of things that you did for me. You had an ear for voices and whatever. And uh, uh, one of the things that I was uh, remembering was a uh, a bit where you wrote kind of a recap of all the f- happened in the world of football locally. Mm-hmm. And you put it in the voice of Lou Holtz. And uh, so... This is. I was just so impressed with how you put this together and, and gave Lou Lou Holtz. To, I got to tell you something. <laughs> when I hear the Minnesota Rouse, I got so excited <laughs> that I want to just rouse myself and go to Notre Dame. <laughs> uh, and that was. I was there pre pre Lou Holtz, but uh, anyway, it was a it's a wonderful bit. So thank you for all the great bits you did at the Minnesota State Fair. Where you were able to trot out some of, the, uh, some of the presidents I don't know what's going on, but uh, even going back to thank you for bringing me to the uh, you know, Minnesota State Fair. <laughs> Dave Lee. <laughs> big big, big beep ball, beep, 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 bee, bee baller. Well, <laughs> I sounded more like uh, our current president at that was number one. <laughs> <laughs> I have not heard you do folks. The let me just say, number one. <laughs> Dave Lee and I share something in common. Vintage Corvettes. (laughs) I keep mine locked in a garage. Dave probably locks his, but it's not next to something else. Number two, that's very important. So, yeah. That's all going to be interesting in the years to come.
0: It is, but it's great fodder. Uh, For yourself. Tim, thanks for coming in. I I know we're leaving. We might have to do part two because there's just, I know there's a lot of stories, but we had a lot of fun together, Brianne, for a lot of years. And I could write anything. And I always, when you, it's easier to write things. And I've told Tim this when you know you have the talent uh, to do it properly, whether it be the pregnant pause, whether it be the delivery of the line. I mean, there's a lot of little things. And you always, I mean, you just nailed it. So I just, I didn't, there was never any kind of direction. Here's a line. In fact, I always, he had the liberty to change whatever he wanted.
1: It's an art form, really. Seems yeah, like you're it, an artist it, it is, so. but it's
0: all, I always say it's always in the writing.
1: So True thank
0: you for that, Dave. Well, no, thank you. feelings mutual header, doctor. <laughs> Brianne, thank you.
1: Yeah, thank you. And thanks to the Aquarius Home Services Studio for having us again.
0: Can I say goodbye to you now? Yes, you can. Can, can yeah. we, that's public? You're going to be. Yeah, you're moving yeah. on to I, a, a really neat position. Yep. Which I would would have expected with your talent. I knew it wasn't going to last long. Here.
1: I appreciate that. I didn't feel. Although the same most way, of my relationships you. are like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> kind of blindsided. Yeah. yeah you. See you, Dave. I got it's this Not you. Going. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I've had a lot of fun working on these episodes, um, and all the people I've got to meet, and the stories that I've heard, and the questions I've got to ask. It, it's really been pretty meaningful as in a, a radio production experience. So thank you, Dave. I loved working with you most of all, though.
0: Yeah, vice versa. Thank you. Uh, so we're going to miss you. It's going to be a, a big gap, but I'm really fired up for you on the, next, on the next adventure. Well, I know I'm it'll be fired good. up for you, so thank you. Yep. great show. Thanks, Brianne. Thank I'll you. see you again. It's I'll not the last right time you'll see me, whether you <laughs> have to get a court order to stop me the next time or not. But hey, great having you here. Tim, again, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Dave. He's a great Tim Russell. This is my first concert. And uh, again, as I said, uh, you can subscribe on Apple, Spotify, TalkNorth.net, wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love to have you be a a regular listener to this show. And our thanks to Aquarius and Jeff and his staff here from the Aquarius Home Services Studios. Go to AquariusHomeServices.com and learn more about what they do. Also by Propane.com. A lot of information there that you should find out at that website. And StarBank.net, our bank here. And, of course, our good friends, very close friends at UCARE. And learn more about them as well as soon as you get a chance here. This has been my first concert.